cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. Yes sir, yes sir. Welcome to another episode of Life with Lebang brought to you by the one, the only cliffcentral.com. As always, we get to hang out, we get to chill, we get to share, unpack and really get to, you know, get to know one another a little better, right? This is probably my favorite time of the week because I get to sit in this chair and connect with you and share my thoughts and hopefully uh impart something that you can Take home and apply in your life, right? That's the reason why we do what we do as broadcasters. <clears throat> so today's gonna be really, really cool. We obviously have been having a series of conversations around pregnancy, around giving birth, around raising kids, the whole lot. And we decided to just maybe spin it a bit on its head today. You know, let's let's get a bit of a different perspective. Maybe let's have a conversation that possibly is just not had enough. The conversations that will make men leave the room. Conversations that will possibly be a deal breaker for a lot of men. When you challenge them with this topic, some of them will say to you, how dare you? Don't come at me with that. I'm a man. And you sit there and you're like, okay, man, show me what you got. So I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm keen. I'm keen to, to get, um, I guess your opinion on, uh, contraception, right? We can't ignore it. It's, it's a fact. It's a thing of life. It's a big part of the process of life. Or shall I say pre-life? Because, you know, it's before you arrive. Okay. Anyway. So we're talking about contraception today. And really, when you think about birth control, automatically you just go to the pill. I mean, I'm, I'm 31 years of age and growing up, there were times where, man, here I am. I found myself having unprotected sex. Gosh darn. How did I get here? And the next morning, the guy's just like, yeah, you can just get the pill. And I remember thinking to myself, like the first time I was like, why, why is the pill only for me though? Like, isn't there a pill that he can take? That he can go to the pharmacy and part ways with money and drink so that, you know, wh- why is this all on me? And unfortunately, that sort of does get used as a weapon in most conversations, situations, relationships. And what sucks is really that, like, women bear most of the responsibility. It's, it's easy for a dude. Dude just, you know, says, ah, you'll be aight. Or he'll just send you some money. He'll say, ah, go handle. Without considering what you're putting at risk. Do you know the side effects of birth control, my nigga? Do you? You probably don't because you don't care enough, huh? So now the woman is the one who has to go deal with this. And I think the reason why I want to have this conversation today is because I want men to play a more equal role. I mean, it would be nice in an ideal world for men to also be like, but let me also be responsible. What role am I playing in this whole thing? I didn't have sex by myself. You definitely did not have sexual intercourse by yourself. There was another person there. But you were also there. What responsibility are you taking in this whole process? So today we are unpacking the male contraceptions, a.k.a. male sterilization. And upon doing some research... 
there really are only two options <laughs> Like as it stands today On the 21st of October There are only two options for male contraception And those options are Condoms Which is obviously the most popular It's um You can get some for free You know you can buy some uh, there's some nice discounts on condoms as well If you want to get them in bulk Hey, 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 look, look, whatever Whatever you enjoy And then there's the vasectomy Which is the more expensive option It is the more long-term option It's the more Hey, you need to really be sure option Like if you know for a fact that as a dude You have no interest in having kids Then this is for you But there's also, you know I guess the most the most unsafe the the cheapest because it's free there's the pull out game aka withdrawal aka coitus interruptus <laughs> that's what it's actually called in latin <laughs> some people call it outer course so you know out so you pull out but as i said that one is free but it's not safe at all there's no guarantee not everybody qualifies for that option. And then there's, as I said, outer course, but outer course goes a step further. There are some couples that actually choose to get into a relationship and they assign outer course. Outer course is exactly what it sounds like. It's everything minus the going in. So it can be oral sex. It can be dry humping. It can be, you know, the more intimate stuff. It's everything minus the one act of vaginal intercourse. So that's a real thing. And some people, you know, it works for them, which is cool. You know, it, it is what you make of it. So I guess let me give you a bit of a backstory. I have four kids now, obviously, of which most people would say, well, it's time to close up shop. But it's actually not. Why? Because some days I feel like, yes, I've got enough kids. And then other days I'm like, oh, maybe just one more. Maybe just, okay, two more. And then I'll be done. I don't think I'll ever be done. Like, because it's just so inconsistent. So I've had this conversation with my partner on numerous occasions, which is, look, what what are our options? Because we still do want to have kids at some point again, just not right now. And we are going through this journey of, you know, doing more research around the vasectomy. And that's an option because I, I'm pretty much tired of, you know, being the only one that has to make a real change. I'm tired of having to put my body through, you know, side effects and stuff like that. So we're having an honest conversation about whether he should get a vasectomy or not. And we came to the conclusion that he can get one, but reversing it is just so expensive. It's just, it's almost unreal. So we'll get to that a bit later. But for now, let's just walk through exactly what some of these, you know, male Different types of male contraceptions are In detail Because as I said At the end of this conversation What I want is for you As the male in the relationship To want to play That equal partner role You know that would That would just be nice For a change You know stop putting All the work on your woman Why must your wife You know be the one that has to really make all these changes So that's why we're talking about this today So as we spoke a bit about earlier Condoms, there's different types of condoms They come in all sorts of sizes, shapes, textures You can choose, right? Latex is a material that you can choose from uh, There's also lambskin Which is news to me So if you want it like You know, you want to feel the motions 
then you get the real, real thin, you know, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Then there's obviously the vasectomy. Which is a process where the surgeon actually cuts uh, This is scary They cut and seal off the tubes That your sperm passes through To reach your testicles Sounds a bit invasive Wouldn't you say <laughs> It's the most effective birth control option for men And only about 15 out of 10,000 couples Get pregnant In the year after a man has a surgery So it's pretty much proven that this is the option If A, you can afford it And if B, you're sure about it If you know that you don't want to have kids again Then this is what you should do But the good news Is that there are other Options that have been in the pipelines You know like scientists don't sleep I'm just of the opinion That scientists do not sleep They're constantly working like in the labs Just coming up with like new stuff All the time And true to form new stuff is always coming about Clean sheet Pills Is a fast acting Male birth control method Currently in its early stages of development So they're still working on it I mean, but a lot of things get worked on and still get put in the market, as we know. But this contraceptive allows a man's orgasm without ejaculating. It's called a clean sheet pill. I mean, this is cool. It's added potential to uh, significantly lower male-to-partner transmission of AIDS, HIV. That's dope. And it's called the clean sheet pill because it stops semen from being released. I love this idea. This is fantastic. If all you need to do is pop a pill... And, you know, you've prevented... This is perfect. I'm curious as to how far they are in um, developing this in London. I'll give you an update. Because if this is the fact, then, hey, London is where it's at. Thank you, London. Look at you doing all of God's work, isn't it? <laughs> Another one that's in the pipelines, probably my, my favorite, is a gel. Oof. A gel. It's husband. You know... I remember speaking to guys when I was still in varsity about this contraceptive uh, topic and there's such a an insensitivity that you know and a stereotype that exists around this conversation number 1 guys generally most of the time just have so little knowledge about contraception as a concept that they remove themselves completely Completely And there's so many different options of contraceptions For women When you ask most guys You know which one should I go They, they don't know They'll say ah, I don't know go inject Or pop a pill Or whatever it is that you can do There's so much that we can do There's a gel There's tussment There's what what We haven't even spoken about side effects So I'm glad that there's a Male birth control gel Let's see what this gel's about and how it works. So it's developed by the Population Council, right? And the NIH's National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. This gel is called NEST or NES, whatever you want. It contains a combination of testosterone, good, and a prostagen compound called nestrotone. Okay, lovely big words there. The prostagen blocks a guy's natural testosterone production, which reduces sperm production to extremely low or practically non-existent levels. Listen to that. And then the testosterone in the gel makes sure that he still has his normal sex drive and that other bodily functions that depend on testosterone continue as normal too. Okay, so first of all, the side effect doesn't really seem like a side effect. So already, gents are given a get-out-of-jail-free card. 
So you can take the gel and apply it on whatever part of your body you need to apply it. And I'm assuming, grand assumption here, that you need to apply it on, you know, Russell the love muscle. Grand assumption. After you've applied it, then your testosterone levels will reduce or whatever the case is. But there's no real side effect to this. What's the real side effect? Outside of the fact that it reduces your testosterone. Man, I want there to be something... You know, like a side effect where if this man pops the pill, then unfortunately his left nut will fall off and like something dramatic. (laughs) But real talk, the nice thing is that there's options. The nice thing is that we're seeing scientists and, you know, whoever is behind the scenes trying to find these solutions, you know, so that men can also play this role. We're kind of getting over this idea that a man can just be present for the nice time. I mean, the sex is great. It's the, that's the nice time. But after the fact, then it's curtains. Zoop, gone. I'm out. It doesn't work like that, sweetie. And it shouldn't work like that anymore. Everybody should take equal responsibility for whatever it is that they are doing all the time. Right? So... My hope is that when we touch on this again, there will be more options. There will be something that's already in the market. I want to be able to just send a guy off and say, here, sweetie, here's 80 bucks. Go get yourself the pull. Man, oh, that'll be nice. It's obviously never going to happen to me. But you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? These are the kinds of conversations that should be had in LO. If I look back in like... Oh, what were the conversations that were had? I mean, I don't even remember them, most of them anyway. But let's say, like, a, a teenager. If you've got a teenage child in your home, it will do you a lot of good to discuss the multiple options of, of contraception while they're still young, not just the girl child. Okay, this whole idea that no, the girl child is the one that must be spoken. Let the boy child also get enough information about this because if anything, if the, if the boy child decides that, you know, at the age of 18, he wants to engage in sexual intercourse and he feels like he's ready, he should be getting in there with all the information. And my hope is that at, at that point, there'll be a pill that he can also pop if he needs to. God forbid. But that's the point. Let's let's switch up the stereotypes. Let's switch up, you know, let's unlearn how things have been so that our kids can also benefit from having this information and using it the right way correctly. Whatever that means for you, whatever that means for your household, it may be an uncomfortable conversation, but trust me, when it happens, you will say thank you because you've just saved yourself, you know, years and years of not being present and informing your child about these things that need to happen and these conversations that need to happen. Knowledge is power, babes. Use it correctly and you'll be fine. Use it incorrectly. And that's a story for another day. So male contraception 101, that's where we at. Inform the boys, inform the girls, let these stereotypes just shake it off. Right? This is, of course, Life with Lebang, brought to you by CliffCentral.com, the only place where we can talk about male contraception in the way that we just spoke about it now. Come for me. I'm with you. Thank you for joining me. CliffCentral.com